he simply floated. He seemed to smile as he floated there, and then he raised his arms. He raised them above him, pressed his palms together as if he was in prayer, and he threw those arms forwards so that his fingertips broke the water and his head and body followed in an arc. He dived into the sea and was gone. Briefly, there was nothing. Then, in his wake, there was a tail, a huge silver-flashing tail. It raised itself up like a mirror, and it sank down where the black-haired man had been. The pig farmer stood very still. He blinked, shook his head. A fish? Or a man? Neither? Or both? And at that moment, at that precise moment... As the sea rushed onto the stones at sigh, and as a lone gull settled on the rocks nearby, he heard a voice very clearly. It was not a human's voice. It did not feel as if someone was standing next to him. It was a deep, soft voice that seemed to be all around him, so that the farmer turned and kept turning. It said this, There is hope. The voice came off the cliffs. It rose up from the stones. He looked, but there was only the foam fizzing and the white lace of broken water where the tail had been. That night, the farmer sat by his peat fire with a rug wrapped around him. He knew what he had seen. He'd seen a kind human face, and then a fish's tail. He also knew what he had heard. In the days that followed, he spoke of it. Do you know what I saw at the cove called Sai? Some laughed at him, of course, but others listened with shining eyes, for their own hearts were tired, or partly so, and they longed for this to be true. Hadn't there been a legend once? In a leather-bound book? They thought so. There had been a story just like the pig farmer's story, of kind eyes and a raised silvery tail. Oh, how they wanted to believe it. They longed for this half-man, half-fish. They wanted to hear, There is hope for themselves as they stood by an evening sea. The storms in time passed away. Winter moved into a dappled spring, and one day, as the farmer rubbed the bristled backs of his pigs, he heard a voice behind him, a woman's voice, warm and shy. Excuse me. Hello? Her hair was no longer sun-coloured, for she was older also, but he knew who she was. They married. She mended the broken tap in his house so that it did not drip. She rubbed his joints with linseed oil in the evenings, and he combed her long, snow-white hair. He told her about the fishman of Sai. I saw him with my own eyes and she nodded, believing him. For what wasn't possible? What could not come to be? 
She had spent her whole life missing him, and she was with him now. They lived long lives together, happy ones too. They would sit outside his house as the sun lowered and whisper of their happiness. My darling wife, my love. They are buried in the churchyard, side by side. They are in the furthest corner near the blackthorn trees, and if you are ever on that island, you can see them if you wish to. Lay some flowers down. There is hope. It's strange, as all myths are. It is a familiar story, too, for many parents have whispered the tale of the fishman to their children at night, or at bath time, or on